The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Whole Healthy Living with your host, Sharon Brennan. Our show will provide the expert information you need to clean up your body and environment to live a vibrant life. You'll learn about harmful toxins, detoxification, proper nutrition, and much more. Learn how you can live clean in our toxic world. Now, here is Sharon Brennan. Welcome back to Whole Healthy Living, Clean Living in a Toxic World. I'm your host, Sharon Brennan, licensed and board-certified holistic health coach and nutritionist. Today, I have Teresa Jungling joining me. Teresa, uh, in the midst of overcoming deteriorating health and various health challenges due to toxicity, Teresa Jungling created a blog, Living Natural Today, a resource of information regarding chemical sensitivities, toxins, clean food, and more, and an effort to help others live a healthier lifestyle. Teresa recently launched a 14-day online program helping participants reduce overall toxic burden within their homes. The program, Out With Toxins, In With Your Health, How to Minimize Toxins in Your Home in 14 Days, can be found on her website, livingnaturaltoday.com. Her program is structured in an easy-to-follow format, guiding participants through the process of creating a safer home environment by minimizing toxins within five rooms, the kitchen, the bathroom, bedroom, living room, and laundry room. Each day is packed with information on how toxins wreak havoc to our bodies, as well as practical and affordable strategies that will help you minimize your exposures to toxins. Welcome, Teresa. Thanks so much for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me. I, I um, look forward to, to joining you. Great. So I don't think people truly understand how their health is impacted by everything around them, including within their homes. Things such as flooring, paint, furniture, pillows, mattresses, light bulbs, cleaning products, just to name a few. Um, tell me what led you to your passion of helping people understand multiple se- multiple chemical sensitivity, as well as understanding the many toxins that we're faced with within our own homes. Yes, and I I believe that you are correct in saying that, that so many people aren't aware of the toxins around us, um, and they can be found in in so many different products within our home. Um, Just to give you a little bit of a background about myself, I probably, I'm actually probably like a lot of your your listeners, and um, I actually didn't venture into the to the realm of toxins until my 30s, and it was due um, to health issues is that why I even came across that. Um, I grew up about 20 miles north of Detroit, so I'm from, from Michigan and, um, you know, ate my typical standard American diet all my life and um, was able to eat whatever I wanted and, and didn't consider what I was putting on my um, body as like personal care products or, you know, my hair care products, things like that. I, I didn't give it any second thought at the time. Um, unfortunately, once I um, got into my early 30s, I'd say um, I started experiencing different symptoms and um, different symptoms that I sort of blew off at first too because they I was able to um, handle them. I mean, a daily headache, you know, I would pop a ibuprofen or something like that and I would have um, brain fog and not even realizing how bad the brain fog was until the brain fog actually cleared up. Um, and then I started developing some uh, food allergies. I'd start to, um, my heart started giving me problems. I'd start getting chest pains. I'd start having rapid heart rate. Um, I remember there were a couple episodes that I actually had blurred vision episodes where I 
couldn't even see anything in front of me. So um, that actually happened a, a couple times, and, and it would go on for a few minutes, and then it would go away, and then I would just not think anything of it um, until it, it got so bad I was at work one day and um, had to put my head down on my desk because I, I couldn't even see the computer screen or anything. Everything you know, wow. was just blurred, and um, my coworkers walked by, and they're like, what's wrong? And I, I mentioned to them what was going on, and they're like, you need to get to a doctor. And, and that was probably the final straw that um, made me stop and say, okay, I need to stop. Um, just covering things up and, and going on my merry way. I need to address this and see what's going on. And little did I know that was the um, beginning <laughs> of so, my um, health downward spiral. So, What did the doctor say? I'm just curious. Yeah, I, I started out with, with my family doctor, um, and that was um, interesting. It's, um, you know, and growing up, I was always told you do what the doctor says and don't question it. And so I just went along with it. I, they didn't know what to do with me at first. Um, they were concerned about my heart, actually, because my rate was so, you know, beating so rapidly at times and stuff. And I, you know, they put me through a gamut of tests, um, everything from, you know, MRIs, CAT scans, heart monitors, stress tests, you know, and of course, the, in the beginning, the blood work and, and everything like that. But everything was coming back fine. And so in their eyes... I was fine, but I knew I was not fine other than they knew my heart was having issues, but they could not track down what, what was causing the issues with my heart. And then with the brain or the, um, not the brain fog, but the, the blurred vision episodes, you know, they sent me to eye specialists and things like that thinking, you know, or, oh, maybe they're just migraines or, or something like that. So, um, yeah, it, it went on for a while with, with the traditional medical doctors and I, um, spent out lots and lots of money, went to lots and lots of doctors, um, and with no conclusion. So unfortunately, um, but that's when I, I turned and started doing my own research. So, um, I thank God for the internet, you know, and, and, um, other doctors who are out there who I, I started to learn about. So, um, they were very much more helpful in, in what I was experiencing. And so, uh, relative to the multiple chemical sensitivity, how did you finally, come to that conclusion that you actually had multiple chemical sensitivity. Yeah, what had happened, right. Um, during all of this time when I was seeing doctors, my body just continued to deteriorate and I was having um, reactions then too that I had never had before too. Um, and it, it's almost like putting a piece of a puzzle together because you don't realize it at first that um, my headaches were caused by certain, you know, reactions I was having. I just thought they were, you know, headaches or stress headaches or something like that. Um, and then I finally um, started going to other types of doctors, um, chiropractors, functional med doctors, things like that. I One doctor actually was testing me and, and realized, you know, you're allergic to your clothes that you're wearing. You're allergic, you know, you're having reactions, I should say. It's not um, allergies necessarily, but it's reactions that I'm having and um, things would would create different symptoms in my body. So whether it would be, you know, my throat um giving me problems or my tingling tongues and, and or tongue and lips, um, the headaches, like I said, and then my heart rate was actually racing because of the chemicals that I was encountering on a, on a daily basis. So it took uh, some of those doctors to, you know, I started to correlate what was going on. And then I started to, to research more and more on the internet and came across multiple chemical sensitivity. And as they, you know, talked about the different symptoms that people were having and, and, uh, what was taking place, and this was this was probably uh, eight years ago or so, eight or ten years ago. So th- there wasn't as much out there as there is today. But I s- started to piece it together and realize I've got multiple chemical sensitivity. So at the time, though, taking that to a doctor and mentioning that to a doctor, they did not know what to do for you. So it, then, it you know, more research to find a doctor who actually could could actually help me. So it's I- um been a journey. <laughs> I understand exactly what you're saying. Believe it or not, I have perfect health today. And it was a journey. But uh, many, many years ago, I too suffered with multiple chemical sensitivity and um, had it for years. And uh, it was just a very arduous uh, journey. It basically, I was going in and out of allergists and getting allergy tests and uh, I'll never forget even getting allergy injections and uh, almost passing out, getting the allergy shot, and they kept trying to convince me that I um, was afraid of needles, and I wasn't. And so I, I, there were just so many different things. But then when I Chemi- finally— It was the chemicals. <laughs> right, exactly. The chemicals they were putting in you. 
Yeah, probably adjuvants or something. But um, anyway, that said, um, you know, I, I think it was just adding to my burden. I I understand exactly where you're coming right. from. And for those who do suffer with, um, you know, toxicity, it is something that can be reversed. So um, people should not feel completely powerless to this. Um, but anyhow, so I happen right. to be perusing your blog and... Um, Notice that you talked about your your angel nurse. Tell us what an angel nurse is, because I've never heard of that. <laughs> That's what I, um, my husband and I have affectionately called her. Um, there was a time that I was, you know, going to the traditional standard medical doctor, and he said, "I'm going to prescribe for you because I th- I think that it's anxiety that you're experiencing. That's what's causing your rapid heart rate." Um, he he said, "You have a lot going on. You're, you got a lot of stress, and I just think you're." you know, anxious. So he says, I typically don't prescribe this drug to my patients, but you are one of a handful that I'm going to prescribe it to. So doing like I was taught to do growing up, I I started on it. Um, It was not a good experience. And I remember one day calling into the doctor's office and the doctor, you know, wasn't there, but there was a nurse there. And I told her what I was on and she said, Teresa, she says, and she whispered into the phone because she knew she shouldn't be telling me this. She says, uh, you need to start going off of that because she says if you stay on that, it's just going to create a vicious circle and it's just going to get worse, you know, because of this drug that you're on. And um, I today credit her for changing my view on things. And actually, it was probably at that point became a turning point for me to get on the Internet or, or to ask around or, you know, talk to other people about what was going on and see if there's any other avenues I can take because I, I was not going to be on a drug for the rest of my life. And especially because I knew in my head that's not even the right thing that I should be, you know, on. And, and that was a misdiagnosis um, to begin with. But it was, you know, so I, I credit her and I, we call her my angel nurse. I don't know who she was. I don't know her name. I, you know, and I know that she she was telling me it. it she knew she probably really shouldn't be telling me it, but she um, she did tell me that. And that helped to, to change the direction I was heading with my health. Well, it's nice when we're given, uh, you know, little hints, divine intervention dropped into our lap and right. that we're attentive to that. Um, but I'm curious, and we only have a minute here before our first break, but um, we can pick up, uh, you know, in the next segment uh, where we leave off here. But how did you start detoxifying? Like, how did you get to the point where, so after gathering the information, figuring out you have multiple chemical sensitivity, and now, you know, where did you begin to deal with it? Um, that's probably going to be a longer answer than one minute here because there were so many other things that I had wrong with my body at the same time because um, multiple chemical sensitivity was actually a result of other problems that I had in my body too, um, hormonal problems, um, gut-related issues. Um, you know, I had major adrenal problems on top of yeah. it. Um, I had Lyme disease, things like that. So, you know, it, it's correcting a lot of these other areas to get me to the point that I had to have, I've had all my mercury fillings removed. So it, it's um, infections cleared up, parasites, you know, there's, there's so many different things that have gone on in my body that um, I think multiple chemical sensitivity, I had mold in our house too. That was a major thing that I think brought, oh, brought wow. it all out. Um, you had everything so, all at once. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, there was a lot of different things going on with my body. So I can't, pinpoint the one exact thing that I did to get rid okay. of multiple chemical sensitivity. I know there's a handful of things I did, but that's okay, we're gonna, break. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go ahead and take our short break and we'll be right back. The Weston A. Price Foundation provides accurate information on nutrition and health. Find out why butter is a health food. What's wrong with modern soy products? And why good health is found in the wise food traditions of our ancestors? Visit our informative and fascinating website at www.westonaprice.com. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. 
and Dr. Ghosh is the Chairperson of Research and Development for the CDIP Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Whole Healthy Living with Sharon Brennan. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to wholehealthylivingradio at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Okay, we're back, Teresa. I overcame my um, multiple chemical sensitivity. I mean, I wasn't as bogged down with other toxins like you were, but um, was pretty sick with nutritional deficiencies that I believe are instrumental in um, why I had... uh, you know, from the uh, multiple chemical sensitivity, you will develop nutritional imbalances and gut integrity issues as well, um, which are all just part of the course of right. toxicity. I started with homeopathics and acupuncture. Um, I did practitioner assisted cleansing, detoxing. Um, I one of the things that was very, very instrumental in my healing was NAET. And I don't know if you're familiar with that. Are you familiar with NAET, Teresa? No, I don't believe so. No. Oh, okay. NAET. No, I don't ha- believe so. Okay, we're having some Skype issues here, but um, bear with us. Uh, NAET is Nabudrapod's Allergy Elimination Technique, and that was very instrumental in my healing because what it did is while you're rebuilding on the nutrition side – it eliminates the symptoms of the sensitivities. So I spent a lot of money and a lot of time eliminating the sensitivities with the NAET, which actually um, reverses those. So uh, that said, that was very helpful for Mm me. Um, Right before the break, I asked you what you did in the beginning to, you know, start your um, cleanup process or your detoxing process and how did you handle that, Teresa? Right. There were many different things that I've done along the, the way. I haven't done what you just uh, mentioned. I wish I would have known that at the time. Um, but, you know, I mentioned that I, I we had to eliminate some of the things that were um, taking a toll on my body. So one of the things was, you know, I was heavy metal poisoning with the, the mercury fillings. And so I went through the process, even though my body was very weak at the time. Um, I did go through the process, removing nine fillings and replacing those and then going through a major detox. Um, you know, I had to build my body up the liver and kidney and, you know, the organs that way before having the removal done. But then after that, um, having a major detox and that actually lasted over a year, um, getting all of the the mercury out of me. So that was one major thing that I did. I've had to change my diet drastically. Um, If you would, my husband always can't believe it when he first, you know, met me, how I was eating compared to how I eat now. It's it's totally night and day um, to what I I used to eat. Um, I've had to, you know, eliminate a lot of toxins in our home and, and products I was using, as we'll get into later on in the um, discussion here, I'm sure. But, you know, I've, I've totally changed all of that, um, you know, and it is, you know, working on, and like you said, the toxins do take a toll on your um, gut and, and different areas in your body. So it's building all of those back up again. And fortunately, I had met some doctors along the way who um, could handle that for me and, and could um, guide me through all of that. So uh, those are some of the things that I have done along the way. Another big thing, actually, and I don't know if it's discussed enough, um, is mold. And I know at the time my doctor had mentioned that um, I need to move out of our house. And, you know, that's that's a big a big challenge, you know. So um, fortunately, did I did move out. 
I did move out and um, I actually have gotten a lot better even after doing that in addition to everything else that I've done. Wow. Um, So in the home, let's talk about, let's say, the top 10 household toxins. If you were consulting with someone and you went into their home and um, you had to eliminate some common toxic products, um, what would you identify and remove? Yeah, there are certain things that I would definitely, and even as I... um, with, you know, multiple chemical sensitivity is a major challenge. And for those who have been down the road of that, they, you know, you don't want anybody to go down that road. It's, it's hard to even describe what you go through. I mean, I can't even sleep on a normal mattress. I can't, you know, there's certain things that I, you just can't do um, as a, a healthy, I guess you want to say healthy person can do. Um, but it also... You know, I tried to to not look at it so negatively. It also made me aware of what my surroundings were. Um, so there are times I can walk into a house and just tell right off the bat, "Oh, you're using a certain product," or I walk by somebody and, "Oh, you're using dryer sheets or something." So you know, you can. Um, it's made me very aware of those type of things. So when I um, and and I'm much better today where I don't. I don't have the major reactions like I used to, and I can walk into somebody's house um, and I have the major reactions, but there was a time that I, I couldn't do that. Um, but what I would say is one of the major things that I've noticed um, with multiple chemical sensitivity, a um, couple of products that, that totally give major reactions are air fresheners. Um, the other product would be your laundry items. So, and of course there are many other products in the house too that um, I can mention, but those are our two big products that I would um, advise people to remove all air fresheners out of their home, um, especially those plug-in ones. Um, but those are our major ones. And then the laundry, whether, you know, your your um, detergent and also to totally remove dryer sheets and fabric softener because those are not needed, and they are very toxic, and um, those cause major reactions. I still actually get reactions if I'm near people with, with dryer sheets in close vicinity and things like that. It's um, Yeah, those are very toxic. Well, there's so many nice uh, natural cleaning, you know, cl- uh, laundry detergents out there these days. And if you buy an, an unscented one, let's just say you pick up something at Whole Foods, uh, you can actually add essential oils to them to give your clothing a fresh scent, and they're natural. Right. And air fresheners as well. You can put trays around your light bulbs and put essential oil drops in the light bulb trays, and the light bulb heats up the tray and emits the essential oil scent. So there are ways around these, you know, different uh, commercial or uh, conventional products that are sold in conventional grocery stores. Just wanted to bring that to everyone's attention. Um, what else do you recommend people remove from their homes? Right, and you make a great point, and that's what I always stress to people, is that um, this is there's definitely ways around this. There's a lot of things that you can control in your home environment, and um, actually it's going to be better for you and your family um, for not having these things in your home. So... Um, but yeah, air fresheners were a big one, laundry detergent, um, cleaners. So, you know, we use cleaners for everything. We have different cleaners, you know, we in the bathroom, in the kitchen, and the, you know, cleaning the windows. And some are, are foamy and sudsy and bleach. And, and, you know, so there's so many different cleaners that we use. And those are not, those are very harmful for us also. So I would, um, there are different ways to go about cleaning without the harmful chemicals. So, that's another area. Um, you can get into your personal care items. So everything from your, your makeup to your, your hair care products to your, uh, you know, your soaps and your shampoos and your conditioners. And then, you know, any skincare products that you're using, you know, the environmental working group, which I, I, um, they're a great organization that I highly recommend people checking out, but they, actually say that they believe that um, the average woman puts on, you know, 12 uh, personal care products every morning as they get ready for for work or to to take their kids to school or whatever they're going to do for the day. And that can average almost, they say, 168 um, chemicals that you're putting on your body. And just think of it, you know, you're doing this on a daily basis. And so those are things that you can control and you can start 
eliminating some of the products that you're using that are going to cause harm to you and start replacing those with, with better products. Well, just in the health food stores for personal care, you can, there are so many trace mineral or mineral products that you can use for makeup. And, um, you know, obviously they're not, unless somebody's allergic to the minerals themselves, um, there are a lot of products that you can substitute conventional products with. Um, also, I want to go back to the cleaning products. One of the things that I did when I was healing was I used very, very simple things for cleaning. I actually formulated and developed my own natural uh, cleaning, hands-free cleaning products, but I haven't marketed, marketed them as of yet, but um, learned a lot with multiple ke- chemical sensitivity, I will say that. Um, but one of my favorite things to clean wa- with was... Uh, Vinegar. Vinegar is a very good Mm -hmm. cleaner and um, great for cleaning bathrooms, great for funguses, molds, parasites, bacteria, viruses. Um, It's a great cleaner and cleans glass very well. Um, So that was one of the things. And then from vinegar, I went to tea tree oil. Tea tree oil Mm -hmm. smells fresh. And um, again, it's an essential oil and um, you don't need a lot of it. It's very inexpensive. You can just put 10 drops of uh, tea tree oil in a spray bottle of water and it makes an excellent uh, cleaner for bathrooms and sanitizing and deodorizing and so on and so forth. But with that said, we're going to take a short commercial break and we'll be right back. causes us to be sick. We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. The Weston A. Price Foundation provides accurate information on nutrition and health. Find out why butter is a health food, what's wrong with modern soy products, and why good health is found in the wise food traditions of our ancestors. Visit our informative and fascinating website at www.westonaprice.com. Ouch! What do you think of when you think of dental procedures? Well, when you think about it, the teeth and the rest of the body are strongly connected. What happens in one part affects the other. In the Tooth Body Connection with host Dr. Don Ewing, we'll explain more about these concepts, as well as discuss the role that your teeth play in your overall health. You'll learn about amalgams and how removing them the wrong way can be toxic to your body. Tune in Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Whole Healthy Living with Sharon Brennan. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to whole healthy living radio at gmail.com now back to the show welcome back Teresa what are the chemicals the most common chemicals that are found in cleaning products or in household products that are toxic right there are some um, things that I I like to make people aware of that um, are found in products that that they should really be on the lookout for and actually uh, one of the biggest offenders, and it's going to be in all of the products that we mentioned, the, the air fresheners, the laundry detergents, the, the household cleaners, the personal care products. And that's actually um, comes under the, the label of fragrance. And fragrances are, are very hazardous for you. And, and um, actually, you know, the law doesn't require FDA approval before a fragrance goes on the market because they consider fragrance to be a trade secret. And I know I've even... Uh, 
mention to people in uh, a popular name brand uh, laundry detergent, if you go on the website and actually look for ingredients in this in this detergent, um, you know they'll list out all these things that you're not going to be able to pronounce. And but one of the things they list is is fragrance, and they just call it fragrance. But then there is a link on that word, and you click on that link, it opens up to many many different chemicals, and so they're pulling from all of these chemicals you know, a mixture of, I don't know what, you know, which chemicals are mixing and stuff, but they list all of these under the, the, the term fragrance. So, you know, you don't know what you're, you're getting in these products a lot of times because of, of the fragrance. So, and, and um, actually, you know, over um, 5,000 ingredients used in the fragrance industry and only approximately 1,300 have been tested and evaluated by the industry um, for safety. So, it, you know, there's a lot of of fragrance, it's in everything. It's in so many different products. And as we mentioned, um, you had mentioned earlier, Sharon, you can um, scent things instead with essential oils um, or, or something else that's it's not going to be as toxic to your body. So um, that's one thing that you need to stay away from. Another thing is um, phylates. And actually, uh, phylates sort of go hand in hand with fragrance at times because, um, you know, they're they are actually colorless and odorless liquids, but but they help to um, they act as a solvent or a carrier for the chemicals that um, create the scents and fragrance, and it allows them to stick to to your skin and not to to dissipate as much. So okay. um, phylates are something that are in a lot of different products. So you're going to to find those um, in your personal care products, in your well, hair care products, and and even things that you're not thinking of like you know paint and and even like medication and food containers and and you know there's so many different things that phylates can be found in so um they are actually labeled though on your ingredient on your ingredient label so that's the problem and they're also linked to i want to bring to everyone's attention they're linked to endocrine disruption reproductive yes. issues developmental problems and they are found in Many, many, uh, probably almost all conventional products um, that have right. fragrance in them. So, um, you know, just being aware of using natural ingredients is going to be very helpful to anybody. And again, even, pe- even people that don't suffer from uh, multiple chemical sensitivity, they're, you know, you develop a burden is what happens. And we are exposed to so many different toxins just from the air, from our water, from our, you know, uh, our own endogenous toxins. And then, you know, everything that's around us, um, everything that's in the food and, uh, you know, it, it just goes on and on and on and on. And what happens is you develop a burden. Once you exceed that burden, you start, you know, you develop inflammation Inflammation then in turn pushes you toward disease or into disease. So you really want to be aware Mm -hmm. of what you're exposing yourself to on a day-to-day basis um, so that you can keep your burden, you know, keep your burden down. And that way you will not, you know, develop symptoms and discomforts and sensitivities and so on and so forth. I wanted to mention too that the typical person should be able to detox, but we are just so inundated today with with everything and when you're thinking of these phylates you know they they are absorbed easily into our body and then they can accumulate so and you were mentioning um the total body burden and actually the environmental working group and the centers for disease control and prevention they tested you know just average americans and their total body burden of what they um tested was everybody had between like 90 and, and 280 or so chemicals in them. And so, you know, that's, that's concerning. And, and it's um, like you mentioned that, that total body burden. So it's just, we're, we're just inundated today and then they bioaccumulate in our body on top of it. And if we're not getting rid of them properly, then, you know, that's definitely where disease will set in. Well, we'll go back to the specific toxins in a minute, but as long as we're on this topic, I want to run with this. Um, so, there was a study conducted. I did a little research myself here, being fascinated with toxicity, um, and I made note of this some time ago. But um, exposures to household toxins affect every system within the body. I want to bring to everyone's attention the cardiovascular system, the nervous system, the endocrine system, reproductive and immune system. They're also linked to every disease that we know of, especially cancer. 
there was a study conducted mm-hmm. in 2004 by the Environmental Working Group who found that umbilical cord blood from 10 newborns contained chemicals used in consumer products, pesticides, um, byproducts from gasoline, garbage, and burning of coal. On average, the blood from the newborns contained 200 industrial pollutants and chemicals. Of the 280, or, I'm sorry, of 287 toxins that were found in the newborn's blood, 180 were known to cause cancer in humans and animals. 217 are known to be toxic to the brain and nervous system, and 208 are known to cause birth defects or ad- abnormal development and animal tests. So, you know, we just have to be aware. And I think that's, you know, that's the premise of this show is to bring forth the information and allow people to make better decisions, more informed decisions about what they're going to expose themselves themselves to, as well as how to eliminate these toxins safely from the body. So, um, you know, that said, going back to detoxification the body is innately designed to detoxify however when bio detoxification becomes impaired the body can't properly detoxify what happens is the body becomes so overloaded with again the exogenous and endogenous toxins excretion becomes impaired there are deficiencies of uh, detoxifying substances and dysregulation of detoxif- detoxifying enzymes and when you reach this point, the inflammation becomes such a problem, it, you know, disease usually follows. Um, but if you pay attention to your body and if you're feeling symptoms of toxicity, which we're going to talk about shortly, um, you know, you can, you can, take, ac- can take action. Um, with that said, we, you know, want to go back to the specific toxins that are found in household products um you know what other what other toxins can you inform us on i i know many of them but i want you to discuss which ones follow your along with your program right and right and before i um discuss that um as you were mentioning with what you know i just want to tie into what you were just saying too um I, I learned years ago from a doctor the toxic bucket theory, he calls it. So explaining, you know, what you sort of went through where each of us has a different size bucket, let's say, and each of us on a daily basis are are filling up this bucket, filling up this bucket, and pretend that there's a spigot at the bottom of the bucket. And typically, you know, our body should be detoxing, eliminating these toxins and it's going out the spigot. But, you know, it's just a you know, small spigot and we're adding so much into our, our bucket. And so once our bucket, that's what I always explain to people for for me personally, and as you're mentioning, um, once that bucket fills up and then starts to overflow, then yes, the inflammation starts and the disease sets in. So I like to just paint that picture in people's heads that, you know, if you can think of everybody's got a toxic bucket and and it's how much are you filling that bucket and how much are you able to, to get rid of the toxins once you do fill your bucket. So um yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there at the, at well, the same time you, you become, were discussing um, what you had just mentioned. So Sure, and once you become impaired, you know, it makes it that much more difficult, which, again, makes it, you know, extremely important that you um, do some sort of detoxification manually to get it out with either supplements or, um, you know, some sort of a, a essential oil or homeopathic program, et cetera, et cetera. But we are going to take our last break here. And I always and we will. Oh, go right ahead, Teresa. Oh no, that's okay. And, it, and when it comes to detox, I always um, mention to people because I, I don't personally like to give recommendations because I don't have the credentials behind my name. But somebody like like yourself or or a, you know a professional who can actually walk you through the proper detoxing for your own body. Well, I know it can be done because I'm living proof. That was <laughs> one of my that, that was one of my original interests in. Uh, holistic and integrative modalities. But that said, we're going to take another short break and we'll be right back. (music) 
We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show and Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. The root causes of disease can be better prevented and cured using an integration of modern medicine and holistic healing techniques. Become educated by tuning in to Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. Conventional medicine does have its place, but it should not be the only course of action. It's all about regenerating and healing our whole selves through better choices in lifestyle, foods, spiritual connection, and stress management. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. The Weston A. Price Foundation provides accurate information on nutrition and health. Find out why butter is a health food, what's wrong with modern soy products, and why good health is found in the wise food traditions of our ancestors. Visit our informative and fascinating website at www.westonaprice.com. All around the outermost rim of the shield, he set the mighty stream of the river Oceanus, creating Achilles' shield in Homer's The Iliad, Book 18. Rachel Carson in The Sea Around Us said, All at last return to the sea, to Oceanus, the ocean river, like the ever-flowing stream of time, the beginning and the end. Moyer's Environmental Dialogues with Dr. Rob Moyer offers lively dialogue and revealing narrative inquiry into how individuals are overcoming obstacles and creating a greener and blue planet Earth. Tune in Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Green Talk Network. are tuned in to Whole Healthy Living with Sharon Brennan. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to wholehealthylivingradio at gmail.com. Now back to the show. We're back, Teresa. Let's talk more specifically about the uh, specific toxins that we want to be looking for within the home when we're looking at labels, studying products, so on and so forth. Right. Something else, um, and I haven't touched on the kitchen much, but something else um, are plastics. And you find a lot of plastics in your kitchen and something that is harmful. And and many people might already be aware of it because it's been out in the news a lot. It's BPA. Um, the, The thing that I mentioned to people, though, too, the replacement um, you need to be on the lookout for that too, because that hasn't been you know tested as well as it should be either. So, but but BPA can be found in your plastics. It can be found also in the lining of, of canned food items. So you definitely want to uh, be watching for that. And and you know I found a lot of um, places now might say you know BPA free you know on their on their label. So that's great that they're they're mentioning that. So yeah, just be on the lookout for that. Cooking utensils as well, because what happens is the plastic plastic hits the heat and then becomes extremely toxic. So when you're choosing cooking utensils, you want to try to get, you know, 1810 stainless um, or stainless steel type uh, utensils. And cooking cookware is also very important because the aluminum uh, coating, Teflon coatings and aluminum, um, you know, those are obviously heavy metals and very toxic. And um, scraping the Teflon coatings within pan, you know, within a pan, Teflon pan um, causes it to leach in your food. Um, so you have to be very aware of, you know, what what you have in your kitchen as well as you were saying, Teresa. Again, recommending Definitely. for pots and pans, eighteen ten stainless or just you know stainless, high quality stainless steel pots and pans are very important. Definitely, definitely. Another um, item you should be on the lookout for are parabens, and those are typically um, used in cosmetics um, to to protect against antimicrobial or microbial growth, I guess. Um, but they also they mimic estrogen, and so they are harmful, and, and they need to um, you need to be on the lookout for them. And some of the um, ingredients on a label they end in paraben, so you know methylparaben, propylparaben. Um, 
a lot of these I don't even like to try to pronounce because I, I have a hard time with it. But just if you look for at the end, the word paraben, you need to stay away from those also. That's another common um, thing. So those are, you know, parabens, BPA, phylates, fragrance. Those are some typical ones that you're going to find in many products that you need to be avoiding. Mm. Other things that people should consider too in their homes are, you know, pesticide and herbicides, um, lead, uh you know, radon even. You should test your home regularly for radon if um, you live in a very uh, rocky type area. I know, I think it's almost mandatory here in the U.S. if I'm saying this correctly, uh, that everybody, every homeowner has to test test for radon. Um, but anyhow, so what other what other toxins can be found in the home that would be of concern. Yeah, there are, you know, and you can get into as you're remodeling your home, your flooring, your, um, but even furniture that you bring in, um, you know, carpet is also very toxic. There's, you know, you need to be on the lookout for, for items like that. I know um, I was just recently talking to a relative who was going to be buying a new couch and they have small children. And I said, you have to be sure that you aren't bringing in couch with all these flame retardants on it and chemicals, you know, that way. So um, you can nowadays, you know, ask for that to, to not have the, the harmful flame retardants on it. But um, there are different things that, especially if you have small children, you need to be mindful of when you bring items into your, into your home. And, and part of it is because, you know, there, there are over 80,000 chemicals, and I, I believe that number is, you know, higher than that. But they're just, they're not tested like they should be. And so that, that's a major a major problem and um, different chemicals and even, you know, on, on the um, FDA website and things like that, they actually say they leave it up to these manufacturers to, um, to provide, you know, items that aren't, test, or aren't toxic to people. But when you leave it up to the manufacturers, I don't know if they're always testing. So, so that's the problem that we'd run into is that, you know, these, these chemicals are not all being tested the way that they should be. And in addition to that, we are inundated with so many different types of chemicals. So they're not being tested as to, you know, different types of chemicals when they come together, what are they doing to you? So, you know, that's the concern here is that there are so many, and and you and I are living proof of what they can do to your body and how they can harm you. So, um, and that's why I'm so passionate about letting people know about this. (laughs) Right. One thing too, that people should be very aware of, if you're buying furniture, try to buy solid wood furniture, um, stuff like IKEA cells, oftentimes it's loaded with formaldehyde, cabinets, um, furniture loaded with formaldehyde because it's particle board pressed with glues. And it actually takes seven years for that that type of furniture to gas and it will suppress the immune system. I, I remember I had a dresser when one of my kids was really little and they were just constantly sick with uh, bronchitis and their immune system was, you know, very impaired because of the gassing of the, of the furniture. I finally got rid of it and their, you know, health improved, but, um, you know, you have to really be aware of what you're bringing into your home. And, you know, one way too, that I want to share with everybody that you can actually clean the air in your home in a very inexpensive way is to in your furnace you can actually put carbon filters in there and it will you know capture any of the gases not all of it but it will at least clean up some of it um, within the air within your home and uh, Teresa I really wanted to take a minute here for you to talk about your program your 14-day program before the show ends Um, why don't you finish up here and uh, talk about you know, out with toxins and in with your health, your 14-day online program. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, I put the, this program came together after years of research and actually out of necessity for, you know, everything that I went through and just knowing how overwhelming it can be when you start to think of all the different things that you're bringing into your home and how they can harm your, your body. It just it just becomes so overwhelming and, and looking for different ingredients and, and um I know what it's like. So I wanted to condense it all down. And I know people don't have 
the time to research that that I've had to put into it, and, and um, people are so busy. So I, I try to condense this down into um, taking a look at five rooms of somebody's home and going through it within 14 days. And what I do is I I send you an email um, each day, and with with action steps and and with um, background information and and things that you can do to if you're going to remove an item how you can replace it um, I provide resources organizations that are there to help you I I um, provide you know goal sheets and, and we start off with a toxic questionnaire so you can even see how um, it might open your eyes as to, to some of the different things that you're using that might be affecting your your health so I've uh, pulled all of this together and it's a um, easy to follow along 14-day program and whether you can get it all you know, if you have time during those 14 days to do it or not, you'll have the information for um, a later date and you'll always have the information to go back to. So I, I wanted to provide this. And actually for your, your audience and your listeners, um, you know, if you go to my website at livingnaturaltoday.com, you'll see up at the top right side, you'll see a, um, information about the program. If you click on there, um, it'll take you to a page where you'll find more information about the program. But if, if you did want to um, go through the program, I am offering your um, listeners with the, uh, the code VA for Voice America, 10, a 10% discount on, on the program. So if they um, put that in, then they would get a 10% discount. Thanks so much, Teresa, for joining me today. And I want everybody to remember, you don't have to suffer with toxins. I'll be glad to help you. Simply email me at www.wholehealthyliving, the number four, the letter U, at gmail.com. And I'd be glad to provide you with a 10-minute free consultation I hope you'll all join me again next week with my sponsor, Sally Fallon Morell. We will be discussing uh, medicinal bone broths, so that should be very interesting. Thanks for joining me, and have a great week. Thank you for listening to Whole Healthy Living. Please join Sharon Brennan again next Friday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a great weekend of clean, whole, healthy living, and we'll see you here next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.